Welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, when we need speed in vaccines, we call government to help. Why? Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on engineering.com TV today. While the mainstream media are all over the Biden administration's initiative to crack the intellectual property problem and allow global pharmaceutical manufacturers to ramp up COVID-19 vaccine production, those of us in manufacturing, especially those with a sense of history, we have to shake our heads and wonder. This is a Grumman Wildcat, but it was built by General Motors. This is a consolidated B24, built by Ford. And this is a Vought Corsair, but built by Goodyear. 75 years ago, when there was the national emergency called World War II, intellectual property, just called patents in those days, well, it went out the window as the Federal Administration's War Production Board ensured that the maximum number of military airplanes were delivered. Now, what mattered was which manufacturing facility was best suited to make each model of airplane, not who owned the design. The originating companies were compensated, yes, but that was negotiated after the more important job of setting up production. Similarly, Ford made thousands of Jeeps in World War II and was forced to do so when Ford's own design for a light scout car lost the original competition. Henry Ford, in fact, was so furious that the company refused to call the vehicles Jeeps, and Ford demanded that a Ford identifier be stamped into every single component in the vehicle, right down to the fasteners. But they did what they were ordered to do, and they built the competitor's design. The total number of U.S. dead in World War II was 405,000. In only a year, the total number of COVID dead in the U.S. is over 580,000. Yet it's taken a year to get on top of vaccine mass production? Now, something went seriously wrong, and it's not the fault of the pharmaceutical industry. No one plans for a 10 or 20 times increase in production rates, and the supply chains that those processes would take would require months or years to establish anyway. But in the national emergency, governments have the ability to move mountains. Now, we're on the backside of the COVID crisis now, thankfully. However, I have to wonder what could have been done if governments around the world had established national priority authorization for vaccine manufacturing, right down to military transportation of feedstocks, raw materials, and capital equipment. I suspect that thousands of lives could have been saved. 75 years ago, before the internet, before the cloud, and before significant transportation networks and before computers, incredibly complex products were manufactured in large volumes quickly because of cooperation between industry and government. History is not going to look kindly at the response to this pandemic. To make any system work requires command, control, and communications, and there's not been enough of any of these three. Well, that's it for this week's episode of End of the Line. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.